Hi, welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird, a one and done episode. Thank you so much for joining us for Happy Hour. Yes, and we are continuing kind of the food theme from our last episode. And we are going to talk about what the FDA allows in our food that is kind of disgusting and gross. And also I'll sprinkle in a little bit of American foods that are banned across the world. (laughs) So if you're having lunch while eating, maybe just just come back when you're done. I feel like this is going to gross me out. Um, it probably will, but also too, (laughs) like you only live once. And if you love something on this list, you know, everything is okay in moderation. So don't let this like ruin your life. Oh, it's ruining mine, Cassie. Too late. Life ruined. Let me tell you there on both of these lists, there is something that I absolutely love and I am (gasps) not going to stop. I'm so scared. Are you ruining snacks for all of us? Okay. Okay. It's all right. I'm ready. Okay. So... Let me just cite my sources really quick before we get into this. Um, One of the articles is from WKDQ.com, and it is written by Travis Sams. And the other article is from MediaFeed.org. Okay, thank you. All right, so um, are we ready to have our entire life crumble around (laughs) you know what let's put a positive spin on this maybe Mm -hmm. this will help motivate us to eat healthier in the new year okay I like I like the glass half full kind of attitude going into this it's not gonna work it's not gonna we're still gonna (laughs) eat it we're just gonna know we're gonna be mad while we eat it (laughs) I know and this oh um usually we have like a beer or cocktail but Mm -hmm. today uh I'm just drinking um Two shots of espresso over ice with a protein shake and a water. Yummy. You know what? I'm having a liquid IV because I'm kind of hungover. Oh, my goodness. You are an animal. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) please save me from myself. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So the first thing that the FDA allows in your food is beetle eggs. In your canned or frozen asparagus, 10% by count of spears or pieces are infested with six or more attached asparagus, beetle eggs, and or sacs. Okay, is this the white spots that I've seen on asparagus? I am so freaked out already. You really started off with a bang, Cassie. Okay, so I personally have never had canned asparagus Mm -hmm. other than pickled asparagus in Mm -hmm. a Bloody Mary. (laughs) The vodka kills the germs. I haven't had canned asparagus since I was probably like 10 years old, but I have had it before and I feel like there was little white dots on it and now I'm so disturbed. Those are beetle eggs. Um, But I don't understand this math. 10% by count of spears. (laughs) I'm like... I don't know. That is uh, that is tricky. If somebody is a beetle egg mathematician, will you please let us know what that means? (laughs) So, I mean, but I normally just eat fresh asparagus um, and wash it, obviously. Uh, But, you know, well, I don't think I'll be buying frozen asparagus or beetle or beetle eggs, um, canned (laughs) asparagus anytime soon. You know what's weird about it? So I honestly haven't had it since I was a kid because I just buy fresh asparagus too. Mm-hmm. But what's weird about it is I remember canned asparagus almost being stringy. It's a completely different texture. It's um, it's almost like it's uh, like overcooked. I think yeah. I have had it before. It's, and you know It's what? strange. It's a strange texture. It is. And I want to say like obviously being able to have access like affordability wise and also geographically mm-hmm. wise mm-hmm. to fresh fruits and vegetables is not a privilege that everybody has. I'm totally fully aware. Of, and I am so thankful that I have access to that. We live in California, mm-hmm. so we have so much access to produce mm-hmm. here. We're very lucky. And I honestly think about it almost every time I'm at the grocery store. Yes. Um, we, and I used to live in Salinas, California, which is like the epicenter of farming in California. And even outside of the grocery stores I was so lucky to have so many like mom and pop fruit stands or like Mm -hmm. farmers markets there was so much fresh vegetables and fruits and all kinds of produce so I was very lucky to live there but I have family who live like 
way up like in North Idaho and they just do in, in a very remote area and they just do not have the access to like fresh fruits and vegetables like we do. So I, I, I understand that sometimes you do have to eat canned asparagus because that's what you have available. Totally. And you know what? Sprinkle a few beetle eggs on there. I'm in. I would eat it. I would eat it. <laughs> this is the scale. <laughs> would Cassie eat it? Is the is this the best or the worst? Is this the uh, one or the, the ten? So it's the the one on is the one, <laughs> the one is Cassie will eat it. The ten is Cassie will love it. Um, I just read an article the other day about um, like gut health, mm-hmm. and it their food scientists or whatever believe that if you ha- like growing up, if you had ate more risky like took more more risks when eating food mm-hmm. um that you're more likely to become immune to like foodborne illnesses so like, like food- eating a sandwich while skydiving like well swimming just- with sharks while having a <laughs> no. ice cream cone oh like eating questionable um <laughs> food, food or yeah. like more okay how did i'm not like wording this right like drinking out of the hose Yes. Okay. Or I, like I knew what you meant. I was just trying to be funny. Okay. I was, I was like, didn't, I. It was funny, but I was like, not adrenaline junkie per se. Eating a sandwich makes you more um, immune to foodborne. Anyways, I thought that was interesting because I tend to have an iron stomach, and my husband does not. He's very sensitive, and I think it's because he ate like the same thing mm-hmm. over and over. He's very like picky eater mm-hmm. and I was like sure I'll try it it's a white dog turd out of the grass like pff, what's the worst up. that can happen yeah I'm starving that's a one will eat it not a 10 will love it that's our scale <laughs> going forward okay okay yes next all right now this one truly breaks my heart oh no but I'm not gonna stop living my life um it's disgusting but the FDA allows five percent of maggots oh, in our maraschino cherries. Okay, that's a Cassie love it. That's a me. Not even on the scale. That's a zero because I hate maraschino cherries. Maggots. Yes. Okay. So the, now listen. I this kind of breaks down the math. So that means that you could get a jar of cherries that is four percent maggots. How do you? Are they completely dissolved? I don't really know, but I'm not going to stop. I mean, working in bars and restaurants, I've seen a lot of maraschino cherries, and I've never seen a maggot even in the big jars of cherries. So they must be completely broken down and dissolved by the syrup or something, yeah. right? Yes. Or they're inside the cherries. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, no. Which to me is better. No. Yes. I'd rather, I'm a like head in the sand kind of gal. I'd <sighs> rather not know. Ignorance is bliss to you me. You know what? Eat more bugs. Eat more bugs. Okay. One will eat it. Okay. Ten. <laughs> what? <laughs> God. Ten out of ten will still eat. In the future world that we all live in, instead of maraschino cherries, it's just maraschino maggots. <laughs> Oh my god. And instead of tying the stem with your tongue, if you can tie the maggot with your tongue, you're a good kisser. Okay, that is gross. That <laughs> just grows me out. That was too far. <laughs> we told people not to eat while this listening to this episode. Um All right, the next one on our list is rodent hairs and cinnamon. Okay, that is really foul. That's actually <laughs> worse. Like bugs are one thing, but animals quite another, sir. Uh the FDA says that every 50 grams of cinnamon can have up to 11 hairs in it. So there's just rats scurrying around the factory, just shedding their hairs, itching their ears with their foot like a dog into the cinnamon fat. Yes. Great. Yes, we have Great. a real life ratatouille on our hands. <laughs> okay, if it's ratatouille, he always washed first and I'm fine with he it. He was very sanitary. <laughs> I actually like the ratatouille spit. It makes me feel better. <laughs> now I'm fine with it. Yes, it's if it's ratatouille, it's fine. Actually, Ten, the, love it. I uh, last time we went to Disneyland, we were standing in line, and you know everybody is kind of like kitschy when they go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. There was a woman standing in line with us, and she had a legitimate 
ratatouille on her head. She had a, like, she was the chef, uh-huh. and it was a ratatouille, like, headband, and it had, like, holding hair in yeah. its hands. Oh, my and God, that's so cute. I just thought it was the cutest thing ever. That is really cute. Um. All right, so the next is sand in our raisins. Oh, I'm totally fine with that. I'm, I'm fine, too. That's and a you 10. Can, I'll love it. It's fine. Yeah. It's, you can have a, oh, we didn't rate the rat hairs and the cinnamon. I would I put said that 10. out of, you said 10? Yeah. <laughs> I would, well, I'm not going to stop eating cinnamon, so I'm at a 10, too. We're only at one or 10. We haven't said any numbers in between. <laughs> okay, you can have up to 40 milligrams of sand per 100 grams of raisins. That's not really very much. Yeah, I'm only going to say nine because I don't love raisins that much, but I'm fine. I like. I think I like sand more than raisins. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of raisins either. I love craisins. I, if I am doing a cookie that would have a raisin, normally I'll put a craisin in Craisin. It. Craisins or are a pretty dried dang cherry. good. Mm, okay. Yum. Okay. Ten, ten for sand, nine for raisin. Next, we have ginger on our list. Oh, God. Which it is... <laughs> Mammalillion excreta that is latin for rat shit ground ginger right i'm assuming it is well it has a picture of fresh ginger but it does say it's a stock photo so i'm thinking it's the dried ground ginger yeah like ginger powder because a because poop would just fall off of a fresh ginger root you right? would see the rat poop stuck on the ginger root Oh, I'll take this one. This one's fresh. <laughs> it has plenty of rat poop. So for every pound of ginger, it's allowed to have up to three milligrams of rat poop mixed in. So are they just, they're just, they have a little beaker and they test it and then it's like, oh, there's some shit in here. Like, I don't get how they even know these amounts. Well, all I can imagine is the I Love Lucy scene from the chocolate factory mm-hmm. and the, you know, the. They're tasting uh, it for poop. No, well, I don't know. Like, if you see a piece of poop on the ginger, I'm trying to think of that electronic board. The conveyor the, belt. The conveyor belt. Thank you. I've just been moving my hands back and <laughs> forth, and I cannot get my brain to remember. It's great for an audio. <laughs> um, I just think, like, they're like, oh, well, we haven't seen much rat poop, so we're going to clear that. That gets a green light to go through. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not sure how they're actually finding the amounts that they say are okay, is my question. I think you were right with, with the chemical testing. They must. They must pull out a sample batch and ke- test it chemically. Like when you test your pool. Yes. But instead of it, like, testing for chlorine, it's like <laughs> urine, feces. Rat hair. Maggots. maggots. Yes. Oh, God. That would be an interesting job. I suppose. Yeah, right. Those people never eat anything. They have their own organic yard- garden in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have canned greens next on the list. And the FDA says that the average uh, 10% or more of leaves ha- is shows mildew on them. Mildew? Yeah. So there um, is... 10%. Okay, so let me, this math, I'm sorry, you throw a percentage sign and I'm like, my brain is like, does not compute. I don't, I can't, I can only do it when it's alcohol on a can. <laughs> That's the only percentages I can do. <laughs> so t- 10% or more of leaves uh-huh. have half an inch in diameter of mildew on them. So it's a what? spot of mildew, a half an inch spot of mildew on 10% and it doesn't, of... it doesn't make the whole thing taste gross? Yeah, I feel like, wouldn't it spread? I don't know. I guess if it's sitting a long time. You know, I had a really weird mildewy situation, which is this going to be fascinating for everyone to hear about, I'm sure. Um, I bought a brand new bag of string cheese and I ate one and it tasted like mold to me. And then I was like, is there something on, I was cutting it to... Because I was making meatballs. I was going to put them in the meatball. Anyways. So then I was like, maybe there's something on my cutting board. So then I had another one and it was fine. And then I had another one. I'm just sampling all the string cheeses in the bag at this point. <laughs> I could just see you eating like five <laughs> string cheeses. So then I tried another one. I'm just like taking bites of string cheeses. <laughs> so then I tried another one and it tasted like mold. And it was brand new bags. So I just threw the whole thing away. 
It's like I got a tainted bag of string cheese. It was so weird. That but it was like so every weird. other stick was bad. And you don't know until you open it. Exactly. So I just threw it away because I, I technically bought it for my kids. I'm not going to be like, well, 50-50 chance you're going to eat mold. I don't know what's going on yeah, here. You're just saying like, hey, if it tastes like mold, throw it out. Just- it's been hit or miss. <laughs> I ate some of it on accident, but I was <laughs> <laughs> So that makes me think of that, though. It's like they allow certain amounts of certain things, but sometimes it might just cross the line and just taste bad. Like I can imagine some of those cans tasting bad. Like the mildew, mildew kind of perfumes everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. Ew. Um, All right. So we are on to pasta, macaroni, dried macaroni. The FDA says that there is an average of... 225 insect fragments or more per 225 grams in mac and cheese. 10. I'll eat it. I say eat bugs. Yeah. Oh, mine was a one on the mildew greens. Yeah. Mine was a one, which still means we'll eat it. We just won't love it. We won't love it. Um, But I'm a 10. I'm in a 10 on the insect and, and pasta. I'm honestly fine with bugs and food. Totally. As long as it's not like a gross, dirty cockroach. Exactly. But like if it's a little beetle, if it's a little gnat, like come on, get in here. Get, get, go. Get, yeah, it's just bumping the protein up. Um. Well, now we're on to canned peaches, which this also kind of breaks my heart because not, there's not only one, but there's two contaminants that are allowed and it is worms and mold. I don't like, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. The FDA checkers find that on average of 3% or more, fruit by count are wormy or moldy. Wormy? I don't ever want to hear the word wormy again. (laughs) So I'm interpreting that as if they check a can and it is more than 3% worm or mold content, then that can is no good. So that means that 3% 3% and under or mm-hmm. 2.99% and mm-hmm. under is allowed. There's just something creepy about worms in food because people can actually get worms in their gut. And that just to me is disturbing. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know it's not the same kind of worm, I'm sure, but I just, I don't know. That's why worms to me is like extra gross. Like mm-hmm. nobody gets like a beetle in their gut that they uh, shit they out. they just like, like live and just yes, thrive. Exactly. <laughs> Just like a, like a living ant farm in your intestines. Like it's, but worms and like, because yeah. they're giving very like parasite vibes. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, An ant farm. No. I like the image of somebody getting their stomach x rayed for some reason and it's a full <laughs> ant farm. Um, this one is also very sad because I use these very often. Fly eggs and maggots in your canned tomatoes. Oh, God. I do use mm-hmm. a lot of canned tomatoes. I mm-hmm. don't like that. Yes. I don't like um, eggs either for the same parasite reasons. Really? I'm saying I don't like insect oh, eggs. eggs. Okay. I was thinking like chicken eggs. And I was like, <laughs> how did parasites get inside the eggs? No, I don't like the, I don't like insect eggs in food. I know, because I'm like, what if they hatch? I I like how it kind of came off that you do love insect eggs. (laughs) It's the caviar of the insect world. Oh, it's a fan. That's a fancy spin. That's a way to spin it. That's a good. You should be in advertising. Um, so it is on the, uh, there's an average of 10 or more fly eggs per 500 grams or five or more fly eggs and one or more maggots per 500 grams. God, 10, I'll still love it and eat it, but I'm upset. Yeah, that's, it's, that's very nasty. Um, 10, I'm still going to continue to eat them. Yeah. But I'm a goblin. are a staple. You got to have them in your pantry. Yes, you do. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so now that was the that was the end of the FDA approving mm-hmm. disgusting food in our. I mean, if you think about it, like I am not pro FDA by any means, but like these huge facilities that are like making food, it's almost and I would imagine it's almost like physically impossible to stop a hundred percent of things from getting in. I know our our country makes so much food at such a huge scale; it's really really yeah. hard to lock it up like you're saying yeah yeah so 
Um, all right, so now we're on to American foods banned in other countries. Now this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and the, some of these things I eat, some of these things um, obviously I eat, but some of these I definitely don't eat for these reasons. Okay, so we have Fruit Loops. And they are banned in France, Austria, Norway, and Finland. And it's obviously because of the dyes. There's so many artificial dyes, which scientific studies have linked um, dyes to, you know, all kinds of things. Like messing with, specifically kids with like ADHD, Mm -hmm. um, kind of like irritating the hyperactivity or causing hyperactivity or... um, Sometimes they even associate the artificial dyes with the inhibition of cell development, hmm. um, which I, I'm not super like crunchy by any means. I think I'm like just regular. Um, and there are some foods that I absolutely will not let my kids consume because they have a ton of dyes in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just me like playing it safe. But me personally, 10, I would eat a bowl of fruit loops. <laughs> We're not talking about our children or our families. No. We're talking about ourselves. 10 out of do 10. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, this one is kind of crazy. U.S. chicken is banned in, uh, by the European Union. Um, and it's banned because they do, I guess, some places do a chlorine wash on the chicken. It's, I guess, washed in a chlorine solution before it hits the market. Um, and it's an oh anti-micro – oh, help me with this one. Anti – anti-microbial – oh, my God, I can't Anti- say it. Anti-microbial. Microbial. Yes. Yes. Right? It's a, yes. It's a treatment that reduces the possibility of salmonella contamination and other bacteria that can lead to foodborne illness. It's also the main reason the European use – European Union has had a ban on American chicken since the 90s. They also in Europe have a different process for eggs too, right? Because their eggs aren't refrigerated over there because we do something that that makes us have to refrigerate our eggs, right? Yes. So what we do is, and I know this specifically because I, my friend has chickens and I usually used to buy chicken eggs from her. Mm -hmm. Um, And when big chicken farms get their eggs ready for market they wash their eggs Mm -hmm. and when it's laid it has like an antibacterial natural coating Mm -hmm. on it from the eggs or the chicken's butt i guess um this is once again turning into a chicken podcast (laughs) (laughs) so when it comes out it has like a natural antibacterial layer on it and that's why if you um grow your own or raise your own chickens and have your own eggs you can leave them on the counter because they have that layer but if you buy them from the store they wash it first Mm -hmm. and then it needs to be refrigerated because the shells are porous and bacteria can get in there wild and crazy i know you learn something the more you know right you learn a new chicken fact from us every day Yes, exactly. That you come here for your chicken facts first. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, so the European Union isn't necessarily concerned about the chlorine wash. They're concerned why the chicken needs to be washed with chlorine in the first place. So it's more about the high level of safety throughout the food chain from farm to fork. Because we're just treating our chickens like crap. Yes. Basically. Yes. Yes, and that's why I also do like to buy eggs from like a friend or a local. Um, I've actually been buying eggs when I used to teach in schools. I bought eggs from one of my students. I mean, it was highway robbery in my opinion, but it, he was a young entrepreneur. I think I was paying like fifteen bucks a dozen. That's what they're selling them for right now in some places because of the egg crises. That was over ten years ago. Yeah, I don't know why you were buying eggs for that much. I was supporting a local young entrepreneur and they were I think like, he was just stealing eggs from his mom's refrigerator <laughs> and bringing them to you. They were like blue and brown. They're very cool. Like he told me the whole like what kind of what chickens kind of breed of chickens he had. It was it was pretty cool. I was happy to support him. It was they were good eggs too. Anyways. Um 
This one I'm not sad about. Good riddance. I wish we would not sell this here. Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. Um, the European Union and Japan, um, we they do not. It has a food additive that is banned in Japan, and um, it's bromine, mm-hmm. the element found in flame retardants. Awesome. Yes. Great. So Mountain Dew is trash, dude. It really is. And honestly, we're not like personally attacking Mountain Dew drinkers, but if you're drinking Mountain Dew right now, you really should consider that. Yeah. Um, to not be doing that. The next one is US milk. It is banned in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Japan, and the European Union. Now this is scary. Um, now this is R B G H. And that's what Europe, Canada, and many other countries are asking about milk produced in the United States, where dairy cows are fed with a synthetic man-made growth hormone, which is RBGH, and it's to increase milk production. Um, It was developed by the Agricultural Biotech Corporation Monsanto, and it is a recumbent of bovine, bovine growth hormone. Um, and it was approved by the FDA in 1993. Um, and it, um, allows companies to produce vast amounts of cheaper milk, um, in awful conditions at factory farms. Now, I don't know if you've seen it, but I saw that video going around about, uh, Fairlife and how they treat their animals there. And I no longer purchase Fairlife products. I did not see it. Oh, it's awful. It's terrible. Oh my God, it broke my heart. Um, but there might, and the, all of those countries believe that it is, um, drinking that, uh, RBGH and it contains elevated levels of insulin like growth factor, and it can increase your risk of breast cancer and other cancer types by consuming a lot of that. That's so scary. I know. It's insane. I think we mentioned that on the last episode when Canada couldn't buy our milk. Well, I think it was the situation with the, um, the formula shortage, right? Like we couldn't, nobody else would, um, accept our formula for the formula shortage because of the regulations. They had stricter regulations outside of the country. And like, I know that a lot of this stuff, it kind of is, the United States kind of facilitates a lot of these things because we are Mm -hmm. so big. We have so many people to feed. So Mm -hmm. there's these corporations or whatever, always trying to look for shortcuts or way to increase their productivity. Mm Mm-hmm. So I understand why it's so much easier for things like this to happen in the U.S. versus mm-hmm. smaller countries. But I also think that at a certain point, we just have to stop making excuses and stop trying to get shortcuts and stop trying to make more profits and just mm-hmm. do things the right way. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that the health of people should be prioritized over profits and that the government needs to step in and make that happen because no corporation is going to take that upon themselves. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, there is a silver lining. It says, in, uh, according to a 2014 report by the USDA, the practice is decreasing um, by almost 10% um, or only 10% of the U.S. dairy operations were using this hormone in 2014. So I'm assuming it's much less now. So it would really be like people um, our age that were drinking milk. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen labels that say mm-hmm. no, the no growth hormone. Like I mm-hmm. think that that's a new that's on labels now that they're marketing it that way mm-hmm. so that people know. Yeah, um, I, I just think that the FDA should. I guess they're pretty transparent because you can look all of this up. I think people just don't, but I feel like they should be more. This information should be more easily accessible. This should definitely be, this information should be on labels. Yeah. This fucking shit should be on food labels. So people could read the labels right there, real time shopping. Like a warning on cigarettes that says like may cause cancer. Yep. Absolutely. Even clothing has warning on Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. 
So it's like weird. Uh, the next one is farmed salmon. Amer- U.S. farmed salmon is banned in Austria and New Zealand, um, which I totally am on board with. Farmed salmon to me is disgusting, um, but it is also very expensive to get sustain sustainable, fresh, wild-caught salmon. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It's like a double-edged sword. It's it, it, Like you were saying, it sucks. I know that people and corporations are doing this, so more people have access to it, but it's like, is it worth it? Yeah. Um, they are banned um, because um, around two-thirds of salmon eaten by U.S. consumers comes from farms, and the other third is wild-caught. Salmon farming has long been scrutinized by sustainability advocates because of the harsh conditions in which the fish are raised. Um, Farm-raised salmon are kept in crowded cages and are fed with federally processed fish feed and all kinds of dangerous dangerous chemicals like methylmercury and dioxins. Additionally, the fish are given a lot of antibiotics and other drugs that are not safe for humans to consume. Yummy. It's delicious. Um, now, this one really breaks my heart because it is the only one that is on the same list, both lists. <laughs> <laughs> and it is my toxic trait, maraschino cherries. <laughs> These sugar testicles are, there are, I, I want to say the devil's invention, but that would be a compliment. So I don't know what they are. They're bad, Cassie. They are so bad. They are banned in Norway. Finland, France, Austria, and the UK. I like the idea of somebody smuggling maraschino cherries in. Like, you got the goods. And yeah. they're like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. And then it's just like a bunch of jars of shitty cherries. I would, I could die a happy woman if I was watching the show To Catch a Smuggler, which is so good, by the way. <laughs> One time scary. I saw a man smuggle exotic birds in his underwear. <gasps> what? I hope he was wearing a cup. I don't know. Were the birds asleep? I think they were alive, but I don't know why they weren't tweeting. Um, (laughs) It's a flamingo. (laughs) um, But if I see someone trying to smuggle maraschino cherries in, I I could die a happy woman because they just get me. They just get me. Uh, Is that a jar of maraschino cherries in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? (laughs) Both. (laughs) Um. All right, so it turns out, and this is not my words. I'm reading this from the article, but I thought it was cute. It turns out America's favorite cocktail garnish is actually a forbidden fruit in some countries. Very cute. Maraschino cherry, the syrupy sweet fruit, was invented during the Prohibition era to garnish virgin cocktails. I didn't know that. We just talked about the Prohibition. We we totally did. Actually, the American maraschino cherry is an imitation of a Croatian delicacy made of mariska cherries mariska cherries what the american version of the sweetened cherry has extra is the artificial food dye red 40 oh no so it's they're literally neon red i i know i I shouldn't be surprised but i (laughs) i'm like this is very unnaturally red and i'm like oh it has red number 40 in it that's weird um the dye is thought to be linked to allergies, migraines, mental disorders, and children. So it just really irritates any underlying thing that, that you have. Um, well, I'm still going to have one every now and then, okay? It'll it'll flare up my ADHD, but you know what? Deal with it. <laughs> um, the next one is U.S. apples. Um, they're banned in the European Union, Um and American apples are treated with DPA, which is a potentially carcinogenic compound used to keep the fruit from turning brown. It's the chemical that gives the apples you see in the supermarket that shiny glow. Apples are definitely one of the quote unquote dirty dozens. You got to clean them really well. Yes, they are the dirty dozen. You know what? Uh, we, sh- we, <laughs> we should go over the dirty dozen one time. Um but they banned uh, the European food safety regulators banned the fruit in 2014 um, because obviously the chemicals have been linked to cancers. So um, that is a bummer. Um, it's always such a good idea to really wash your fruits and vegetables. Yeah. 
10, I'll still eat it. 10, I will eat everything on this list. 10, 10, 10, 10, and 10. Uh, I actually, I will not eat farmed salmon. Um, the next one is Little Debbie Swiss Rolls, Norway and Austria. Another um, non-surprising one on this list. Are you kidding uh, me? Yes. <laughs> they have um, artificial color dyes, yellow 5 and red 40, which we've already covered those. A lot of U.S. breakfast cereal is banned in the European Union and in Japan. Um, instant mashed potatoes are banned uh, in the European Union, Japan, and Australia. They have BHA, which is a preservative that's found in rubber and right. wax food packaging. Great. <laughs> I will. I would never buy fucking potato flakes okay mashed potatoes uh, honestly, are so who cares if they're lumpy i would rather have a real lumpy mashed potato than a potato flake mashed potato but honestly if you think about it if it comes down to like the price even the food or the potatoes are less expensive they than are a box. less expensive yeah you could buy a bag for like four dollars and have mashed potatoes every night for a week and I know that sometimes, like, cost of butter and dairy can be um, expensive, especially mm-hmm. right now. It's, like, cost mm-hmm. prohibitive. But you could make mashed potatoes with stock, which is also a good option totally. if you're um, vegetarian or vegan or, you know, you could use totally. vegetable stock. But, yeah, I potato flakes is, like, one of those things to me that I don't understand because it's not a cost savings. It doesn't mm-hmm. taste better. And it's it's barely harder to just make real potatoes. I know. I know. And even, okay, so you could say someone who's extremely busy, they don't have time to peel potatoes. I personally love rustic style with the skins on. I know my husband does not. He thinks that they are devil potatoes. <laughs> but I, so even time saving. Yeah. I mean, you could do with the, the skins on. And there's more um, nutrients in the skin than there is in the flesh of the potato anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of a win-win. But I get it if you're a texture person and you think it's gross. But um, I will fuck up a bowl of skin mashed potatoes any day. Give them to me lumpy. Give them to me with skins on. Yeah. I will eat those. That's a 10 out of 10 for me. For potatoes, not potato flakes. Yeah. Potato yes. flakes, get the hell out of here. Yeah. So what I'm really taking away is is the United States should stop do- using this red 40 dye. Yes. Um, like, is there no alternative? Are we really that concerned with having bright red food? I know. I feel like just let's, let's stop eating red food. Let's just have regular colored food. And red seems like we could get it from something in nature. It's not blue, which is a color that's hard to come by. I know. Like you could do beetroot. You could do, um, red dragon fruit. I just, Um, I don't, hibiscus. Yeah. Totally. I don't know. I just feel like there's one reason why all of this stuff's banned, but we're just like, you know what? Keep it in. We need red Gatorade. We need to see it on the shelves. We need neon glowing (laughs) cherries. We want them to glow in the dark. There's like somebody pushing Big Red, and I don't know what it, I don't know who Big Red is. There is the Kool Aid man, Clifford, the big red dog. (laughs) He's behind it. Wendy. From Wendy's From Corporation. Wendy's. Mc- Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. There's a whole, <laughs> there is a whole mob of red haired characters. The red Teletubby. <laughs> <laughs> That's who's in charge of this. That's why we're eating this red. It's a red yes. agenda. It's the red agenda. That's right. Um, all right. The next one is U.S. pre-packaged ground beef. It's banned in the European Union. Um, according to an ABC News expose from 2012, around 70% of ground beef sold in the U.S. supermarkets contain pink slime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a meat byproduct used as a filler in ground beef to reduce fat content. If you're wondering what's the beef with pink slime, it's prepared with ammonia gas and antimicrobial... I cannot... Antimicrobial, I think, right? Yes, it is. I cannot say it. Antimicrobial agent, which is dangerous for consumption. Um, For the last few years now, and this again is like, I am very privileged to do this and I recognize it. Um, We purchase 
any beef that we consume once a year from a local beef farmer. Yeah, we live in areas where there's a lot of mm-hmm. ag and it's like you can find somebody t- to split a cow with or quarter mm-hmm. a cow with or whatever and yeah. you, you can do that if you have a deep freeze. Um I I have noticed a difference in our beef since we've been buying like private and I like it. If you have an opportunity, try it. Um the next one on the list is Ritz crackers. Something so innocent is banned in Switzerland, Austria, Hungary, Iceland, Norway, and Denmark. Jeez, I, why? I know they really have it out, but it's actually oh god, what hydrogenated cottonseed oil, um, and it's a trans fat that's associated with cardiovascular disease. Oh, okay, so it's just trans fats. Yeah, and then I don't know why I'm okay with <laughs> just trans fats. It's all right. Number one leading cause of women in the United States is heart disease, but like eh, just a little trans fat. Like they're so dramatic in Finland. I just everything has been so bad. There's rubber we're, in our bread. We're I, desensitized as Americans. We're like a little little yoga mat rubber. Meh. There's slime in our meat. Like <laughs> extra fat in our cracker is the least of our worries, Cassie. Um, U.S. pork is also banned. Oh God. The European Union, Russia, and China. Um, American pigs were given ractopenamine or whatever, an animal feed additive that's used to, like, beef up the pig. Just, like, these additives, these hormonal additives that they're giving United. Some A beefed up pig is an excellent image in my mind. <laughs> it's ripped. Now, this one, I have learned about this next one recently, and it broke my heart because I love it, but I really am – I stopped – using this Mm -hmm. and it's such a like such a double edge sword because um anyone who drinks coffee obviously might put creamer in their coffee Uh and if you're trying to Uh like watching your caloric intake the sugar-free creamers are a good alternative however they are not because coffee meat is banned in austria hungary and multiple scandinavian countries um, and this is shelf stable. Like I could literally leave this on my counter for two days and put it in my coffee and like I would be fine. The ones that are in the refrigerator are technically shelf stable. Yes. That's disturbing as fuck, but okay. It's, I know. And that's why I'm like, this isn't right. This is not right. Um, but they are made from sugar stabilizers and a bunch of flavorings and, um, what makes it like a big no-no in the places it's banned is the hydrogenated soybean and cottonseed oils. It is really, if you look on the back of like a creamer, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say a brand because I don't want to like call out a certain brand. I but you like, already did, but it's fine. Did I say coffee mate? Yeah. Oh, I just did. Okay. <laughs> you did. So, <laughs> but it's, they're all the same. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Safeway Select brand or Sunnyside, whatever. They're all the same. In the top four ingredients, it does have like vegetable oil. I usually buy the one that I can't think of the name of it. It's like simple whatever and it just has a four ingredients. Um, or every once in a while, I'll buy the Starbucks brand one. But honestly, mm-hmm. lately, I've just been putting half and half in my coffee. I'm going to start, um, I've started just doing half and half too, or, or what I'll do is oat milk. Yeah. I'm okay with oat milk. I'm okay with like non-dairy milks too, but I don't know. I've been not having sweet coffee in the morning. Just I, a little bit of half and half. Mm-hmm. All right. We are nearing the end of our list and there's some surprising things on here. I'm going to run down these really quick. Drumsticks are banned in the European Union. Honestly, I would love to, I don't know where the European Union is. I don't know who is included in that, but I would love to see what kind of food that they are selling to their citizens because if they're banning all this stuff, it must be pretty good. I think that if on our side we have Clifford the Big Red Dog, Wendy of Wendy's, and Ronald McDonald, and a red Teletubby, I think the European Union is like the opposite spectrum of that. It's Hamburglar. It's Dr. Doolittle. It's Dr. Doolittle. It's Hamburglar. It's Wendy's (laughs) ex-boyfriend, and it's the blue Teletubby. Um, they have banned the drumstick ice creams. I love those. I know they're so, and they make those little itty bitty baby ones. They're now. perfect. They're they perfect. are. Yeah. Um, it contains carrageenan, which is a seaweed derived thickening agent, and it used to extend the shelf life. Um, it is a food additive that's linked with inflammation and possibly cancer. 
So that sucks. Um, the next one is Skittles. Um, Norway and the European Union, um, it's all the artificial co- colors, what? obviously. There's food coloring in Skittles? <laughs> I actually think that they have even started banning Skittles in the U.S. because they give cattle Skittles, um, like the reject rejected Skittles. They give that the to cows because they have to have a certain, I think, sugar content. And they've right. even stopped giving Skittles to cows. But we can still buy Skittles. But yes, cows isn't are- that wild? <sighs> um, my kids love sour Skittles. I know my kids do too. And it's like, yeah, sure. Get a bag. Like, it's not a big deal. Now I'm going to be like, Hawaiian papaya. The European Union is very strict. What's wrong with Hawaiian papaya? Um, That one is actually surprising. That's the first one that I'm actually surprised about. So it was um, genetically engineered to resist the ring spot virus. Um, which destroyed a bunch of U.S. crops in the in the 1990s, mm-hmm. and there's been a bunch of debates about whether or not genetically engineered pr- produce is safe. Um, the European <laughs> Union is not taking any chances, and um, because it's geti- genetically engineered, they do not allow it. Well, better safe than sorry. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the next one on the list is not shocking, but Twinkies are banned in Norway and Finland and Austria. Makes sense. Um, we know those because, like, you could, they would literally survive an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this one, everyone gives me such a hard time for this, but I am willing to die on this hill because I love Arby's, okay? They're classic <laughs> roast beef. They're classic roast beef with no cheese, one packet of horsey sauce, and one packet of Arby's sauce, okay? If I am on a road trip and I see an Arby's, I'm fucking stopping. Cassie, if this is the hill we die on, so be it. (laughs) The the hill is a pile of roast beef. (laughs) I, but they didn't um, ban the roast beef, surprisingly. So in India, the UK, and the European Union, Arby's sourdough breakfast bread, croissant, and fresh French toast sticks are banned. So wow. the beef, I think I'm, I'm fine. Um, it has ACA, which is a whitening agent that forms bubbles in foam or vinyl to lighten and leaven, oh, Jesus leaven the dough. So yeah, probably not going to eat that. Sounds like a car- carcinogen if I have ever heard one. And then we are nearing the end of the list. We have two more. Mm-hmm. Doritos Light, which I've never even heard of Doritos Light before. Me neither. It, no, I don't. I think those are made up. <laughs> They're banned in Canada and the European Union, and it has a synthetic fat that prevents the absorption of nutrients, and it's been linked to symptoms like loose stools yeah. and abdominal, uh, abdominal, <laughs> abdominal, abdominable oh snowmen in your poops. They have <laughs> been known to give abdominable snowman diarrhea all of those chips do all of the baked like low fat have whatever the oil is it's like literally says on the bag that it will give you diarrhea and mm-hmm. people are just like you know what good that's why, that's why i'm here to lose weight i want it like, i want it it's i don't so want dangerous. any nutrients and i want to spend half an hour on the toilet it's so dangerous just to eat a <laughs> chip oh my god I know. hey maybe you're an adrenaline junkie i don't know and you're just like you know what? I'm in the middle of a five-hour road trip. Let me grab a bag of these fucking baked lays and get going. I I'm going to grab a pack of diapers and a bag of light Doritos. And it's a party. Fucking party. Big, what is that? Dirty Mike and the boys? Oh, my God. <laughs> the last one on our list doesn't necessarily break my heart, but my husband will be devastated to hear this. Stovetop stuffing is banned in the United Kingdom, Japan, and several other European countries. And it is banned because it has a combination of beta-hydroxy acid, BHA, and butylated hydroxytulene, BHT. Um, And those are preservatives that are suspected to be linked to um, impair blood clotting and also um, highly carcinogenic. 
I just thought it would be banned because it has enough sodium to kill a fucking horse. <laughs> Jesus. You eat a serving of stovetop and literally like <laughs> float for hours. Suck all the moisture out of your entire body. <laughs> Dehydrate your body. Eat a box of stovetop stuffing. Well, that list was informative and not super surprising. A couple of the things mm-hmm. did catch me off guard, like Ritz crackers. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I think that um, I'm kind of hungry, which is weird. I am too. I'm like, I want a snack. <laughs> Let's do some pink slime on a Ritz cracker and wash it down with some coffee creamer. Yummy. Perfect <laughs> afternoon snack. Great yes. job, Cassie. That list was really interesting and Thank scary. you. So I, yeah, it is kind of scary. But, you know, I think everything in moderation is fine. And, and like, look, like, we know that some people only have access to certain foods and you know like it's it is what it is I just want the FDA to do better and like actually like care about the consumers that it's that it's regulating for yeah we're not judging the consumer we're judging the people that are making the food that we're consuming because we're all consuming it I mean are we gonna let the red agenda control what we consume anymore absolutely not write your local congressman now about the red agenda that's happening across this great nation. <laughs> We're going to start a whole Reddit thread on how Clifford the Big Red Dog is pushing dye number 40 in our food products. Well, I got a Reddit. I got a Reddit post to start. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this and we'll be back with the main episode soon. And we're thinking along the lines of high strangeness because there's been so much freaky things going on lately. Yes. And if there's a topic you want us to cover, email us at our Instagram, not on Twitter because we're probably not on Twitter anymore. But yeah, in, yeah, yeah, Instagram or message us at our um, happyhourgetsweird at gmail.com if you have any topics for us to cover. But high strangeness is right around the corner for sure. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And on that note, don't forget to love yourself, lock your doors, and listen to your gut. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Sugar testicles. <laughs> I mean, like, I, how ironic, like, listen to your gut ironically for this episode.